Cutting in here real fast to talk about sleep. Can you recall a time when your mom yelled at you to make your bed? Or could you recall a time waking up and your toes were coming out of the covers, freezing? That is the story of my life because I don't have heat in my room. It's in my apartment, but not my room. So that's why I wanna tell you about ZSOC. ZSOC is a patented bedding product which solves two major issues. The ZSOC eliminates the everyday hassle of making your bed. Let me repeat that. You'll never have to make your bed again. It also keeps your toes tucked in no matter how much you toss and turn at night. If you want warmth from your nose to your toes, you gotta check out ZSOC. Here's how you do it. Visit ZSOC.com. That has three Z's though. So it's ZZZ. Sock.com. There's also a link in the notes section of this episode. This is going to change the way you sleep. You're going to be happy you checked it out. The Making a Musical podcast is on summer break. Good Morning New York host Jacqueline Thrupp is getting her GTL on the Jersey Shore. But this pot ain't done. Warm up your hot summer nights with Nashville-based composer Jose Weigand. I want to walk the streets of New York and memorize the fold. I want to not look back and regret when... Hey, y'all. This is the Making a Musical podcast, Summer Break Edition. I'm your host, Jose Wigans, and I'm going to be taking over for the summer. The podcast follows the development and execution of the critically acclaimed new musical, Good Morning New York, which opens off-Broadway at the Players Theater January 9th, 2020. The producer and OG host, Jacqueline Thrapp, is out raising money this summer, so she has graciously given me the honor of taking over her amazing podcast, and I'm super excited and super nervous, <laughs> but here we go. All right, so my name is Jose Wigand, and I am doing this podcast from Nashville, Tennessee. It's currently um, 1.37 in the morning. I just worked a 14-hour shift today, living that, um, you know, that hustling musician life. It's not a bad life, but yeah, it's, it's not for everybody. Um, <laughs> but I am also a composer and a writer, and I created the new musical Falling Out, um, which premiered at the Hudson Theater in New York last year. It was nominated at the New York Theater Festival for um, Best Musical Score, and we also just had a show at 54 Below um, three months ago in February of this year. So a little bit about this season, season three, um, I'm going to be talking to creatives in my field, some people who are producing music and also writing musicals. I'm going to be interviewing some actors and singers in New York and some Broadway stars, and lots, lots more. So, really exciting things coming up. Um, but today, I'm going to be doing just a brief Q&A with myself <laughs> about all things theater. And I had a few of you write in some questions that I'm going to answer. So, a little background about me. I grew up in Wisconsin. I'm currently wearing my Wisconsin sweatshirt. And... I am a violinist and a violist, um, primarily. I'm a performer. I moved to Nashville about two years ago. I used to live in New York, and I can't quite seem to get away from New York. It's it's like I'm always there. I always want to be there. I miss it. I wish I could be in two places at once. 
Um, and I think I think one day I'll I'll end up back there, but we'll see. Might be a while. Um, so right now I'm writing my musical from Nashville, but I'm also working in New York. Um, all my singers, performers, producers, they're out in New York. So it's pretty much just me in Nashville doing doing what I'm doing, which is writing the music. And I'm probably going to write the write the script as well. So right now, Falling Out is 17 songs which tell the storyline. But the script has been in flux <laughs> for many months. And um, I'm looking for a writing partner. So if you're out there, please... Please make yourself aware to me. I would love to meet you. <laughs> but right now it's 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 just me, which is fine, which is great. Um so I'm, I've been writing that for a couple years and it has been probably like the best thing in my life. I love it so freaking much and I've met the most incredible people of my life through this musical. So I'm so grateful for the theater community, and man, it's just been a journey. All these shows in New York, it's been the time of my life, and we're just getting started, so that's exciting. So like I said, I had a few of you guys write in any questions you have for me regarding my my musical and my process, or just like theater things, whatever. This is... This this episode is kind of an introduction to me, your host for the summer, because the following episodes I'll be interviewing really awesome people who are like way cooler than me, but um, <laughs> for now you're stuck with me. So these questions were directed towards me and my work, so I'll go ahead and start with a question from Jenna. She asks, how do you know a story is right to be told as a musical rather than a song, book, or film? So I would say writing a musical is the medium which I chose to express my story. Um, I'll talk a little bit about the storyline in a second, but um, it's basically, my show is basically about falling out of love. So you kind of have those two main characters, the guy and the girl, like the exes. And I wanted to express that, or I wanted to express the drama of those two characters through song because I knew it could it would be really freaking epic if I if I got these songs right um and also I'm a musician I'm a composer like it just writing a musical just felt so normal to me I'm not I don't really claim to be a writer or like a lyricist or book writer so writing a book wasn't really an option for me and then film I mean I think musicals can be turned into film easily and vice versa um and we see that a lot but I'm I'm not in the film world I don't know anything about that and it's not something that I am looking into right now so musical was was just the obvious choice and the interesting thing about that is um I mean I've been writing songs since I was like 12 or 13 like you know, ever since I started playing piano, but I never really knew what my genre was as a composer until it was the fall of 2016, so not that long ago, and I was listening to Pandora, and the soundtrack for Dear Evan Hansen 
came on. I don't even know what station because I wasn't even into musicals at that point. And it was the song Only Us. And once I heard that song, I was hooked and I couldn't stop listening to the whole soundtrack. And I was just like, man, I think my songs sound kind of like this or they could be like this genre, this pop musical, pop theater thing. And I got really excited and then I just started writing more. And at that point, when I heard the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack, I had written one song for my show. And that song was Shatter. And at the time, at the time I was living in Chicago, but it's crazy because I, I started writing Shatter when I was in Nashville that, that previous summer working at a camp. So it's weird how this all like ties together um, because now I live in Nashville. So I hope that answers your question, Jenna. I mean, there's so many ways you can tell your story. You can write a book, yes. You can make a film. I mean, you can do what you feel most passionate about or what field you're strongest in. But I'm just obsessed with musicals and writing songs. So that's that's what I chose. So the second question is from Victoria from Ohio. And she asks, how did you get started? Okay, so I feel like this is such a huge question. And my answer is going to be unique. Just because um, there's, there's, two, there's two things that really got me started with my musical. Um, so around the time... So first of all, when I discovered that musical theater was was more my writing style that that kind of set off um my my dreams of writing a show but I would say the main reason I got started was um I just had all these questions and thoughts and like unanswered things in my life for the past I mean it's been it's been like my whole 20s basically of all these questions and like there aren't really like hard cold like facts or answers um, like, why do we fall in love just to, like, fall out of love? Or, like, why do our plans for our lives change? And, like, why don't things go the way we wanted or we thought or we dreamed? And all these, all these questions and, like, even, like, worries and anxieties that I had, I just, I just been, like, thinking about these things for years and years. And I guess I needed a way to, like, get get them out and express them and just like put them out in the world because I think they're relatable and it's probably just part of my process. So, um, I kind of knew I wanted to write a show and I knew it, I wanted it to be, it to be called falling out like pretty early. Um, and the second reason I got started was when I moved to Nashville almost two years ago, um, end of, end of, mid to end of 2017, I had so much free time, I, I was new to the city, I wasn't working that much, and I had so much free time, I would just sit and think and write in my house, or, or, or even in coffee shops, I would just sit and on my computer, on my finale, and I would just, like, compose these songs from, like, real-life circumstances or past experiences, 
and I had just months and months where I was just eager and excited to write and just to be productive and do something. So that free time, um, and maybe Nashville just inspired me too, I'm not sure, but that free time allowed me to just write all these songs that, that still fit into that idea of like falling out and like falling out of life's plans and like all these crazy things that happen and you just have no idea why and there's like no rhyme or reason and you're just confused and like but you just keep going and you just keep dreaming and yeah all these things are just like being young and not sure of anything so I guess that move with the fact that I had free time and I discovered my genre and then um after a, like a few months in Nashville I reached out to a professor at NYU and I asked him if he would I I was a fan of of his work and I asked him if he would give me lessons and I just expected that I would never hear from him because he's like a big Broadway composer and when he emailed me back and said he'd be thrilled to teach me I mean like I just lost it and I was I, I was I was flying out to New York whenever I could just to take a few lessons with him. And those lessons were awesome because it like, man, I just like teared up the first time I walked into his studio because I was like, this is like my dream. Um, is just to just to learn and get better. And he was he was encouraging, but he told me things I could work on and fix and we just get along so well. We still we still talk and um so that's like still an ongoing thing. But yeah, studying was was definitely um helpful and just like getting that solidi that like solidified that I can do this and I'm good at this. And that was that was pretty huge. And then from there, like the rest is is history. I I got into the New York Winterfest festival uh, early last year and I put my show on. I found people on my own. I put my, sh I put this show on, you know, no idea what I was doing. Um, that was a huge trial period. Um, and just a huge experiment, but I learned a lot and that was, that was probably the start. And I, I, I know I talked about that in the episode where Jacqueline interviewed me season two, episode seven, I talk about my show at the beginning and uh it was just it was just before it was we were um promoting the show for the 54 below performance. So you can you can hear me talk about my start in that episode too, but yeah, the theater festival was really the big start. I got some videos from that. I got some some audio I met I met the actors I wanted and the singers I wanted and I'll talk more about them in a second. So yeah, it was just I had the material material I had I had the vision the dream and even though I didn't <laughs> I didn't live in New York somehow I made it happen and I I made those sacrifices and spent a lot of time and money but it was I mean it was it was a start it was a rocky start but it was it was a huge success and I even got nominated for best musical score I don't I don't know if I actually won because I wasn't at the award ceremony and they said if you're not there you can't actually win so I think I probably won though. <laughs> um, okay. 
question number three from Alonzo. Side note, Alonzo is, is a playwright, and he's writing his own shows at his school. And he's been reaching out to me and just following my process of building this musical. And it's been really cool just talking with him. And gosh, there's so many others that um, I've been reaching out. It's been awesome. Okay, but he asks... Tips on casting and getting a venue. So I would say definitely listen to Jacqueline's episodes on this. She talks a lot about this. She has a lot more experience. This is like what she's doing now is she's casting and, or she's been through it. She's casting and she's finding venues. She's found a venue. She's doing her show off Broadway. Like she's, I mean, she's doing it. Like she's amazing. She's inspiring. I'm, I'm so inspired by her all the time. <laughs> So listen to her episodes, um, seasons one and two, I would say. She talks all about this. But in my experience, okay, this was, yeah, this this is, this is difficult because um, I, I had the songs. So when, when the songs were first written, I had all the songs and, you know, I had, I had somewhat of a script. It wasn't great, but I had a little script. So, when I had to do my show in New York for the festival, I had to find, yeah, I had to find people in New York, and my only circle of connections at that time were in, like, the classical string world. Um, I didn't know any singers or anyone in theater, just because I was so new to that world. So, my answer to that is <laughs> Instagram. So, I went on Instagram um, and I would just, like, search, like, theater, theater pages or, like, vocal pages. I don't even know. But I would find people's, pa people's, um, personal pages. And I knew, like, how many girls and guys I needed. And I knew, like, what types of voice I voices I wanted and what, like, styles I was, I was looking for. And, yeah, I found, I found the, the, uh, the stars of my show the theater festival through Instagram. I just wrote to them out of the blue. They had no idea who I was. And I said, hey, I'm I'm nobody from Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm writing this show, and it's premiering at the New York Winterfest Festival. Would you be so inclined as to take a huge chance on this music that no one's ever heard? I don't even, like, no one, like, nobody had heard it. Um, and would you want to sing it? <laughs> and I got people to say yes. And I got really, really, really great people to say yes. And I'll always be grateful for that. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. Instagram is one of the best tools you can utilize as, as someone that's just starting out. Because let me tell you that the fans are there. And if you just reach out to people you'll be floored by the responses you get because people, especially in theater, they want to help you out. They want to be involved in something new. And I mean, they want to sing, they want to show off their talent. So yeah, I mean, just write to people, just, just find people. Instagram is so great at connecting. It's so easy to find people that share similar interests and passions that are in your city. It's just, Instagram's great. So that's my, I mean, yeah, casting, just go to Instagram. Um, as far as getting a venue, um, the 
Theater Festival already had one, which was the Hudson Guild, um, which was in Chelsea, Manhattan. And it's this little, like, community center. But the stage was, like, was awesome. It had, it held 100 seats. And the stage was huge. They had lights. They had, like, a little backstage area, like, a little green room. I mean, it was legit. And, I mean, that was exciting for me. So that, that was the first staging we did in March of 2018. And then I'll briefly talk about, um... 54 Below, which I which I also talk about in my interview with Jacqueline, which we, we released that in end of February, if you want to go listen to that. But 54 Below was another dream come true, and I got that venue through pitching my show to them. Um, I had to write up descriptions and give them kind of a brief cast list and kind of a rough timeline that I wanted and they can they can say yes we want to have your show or no and so I pitched them my show in November of last year over Thanksgiving and because I I had seen a lot of new musicals doing shows there like Jack like um Good Morning New York and there's another new musical Ocean Born they did a show there and so I thought why not like this is totally feasible for me and, I mean, I didn't know if I'd, I'd get accepted, but I knew I had a shot, and so I just put together the material, sent in this email, and then they said, yeah, like, we'd love to have your show. And so that was more about just being organized and um, and pitching my show to them, which I think happens with a lot of different theaters. You have to... They have to like see something in your show or wanna or like know that it can sell tickets or it's you know it's an in your show is an interesting topic or something like that so yeah and 54 below was a huge success i had 16 incredible singers like broadway people people who are going to be on broadway like like just phenomenal and it was it was a fun night. Everybody is now like best friends and we have all the videos you can check out on YouTube. You can follow the Instagram page Falling Out Musical. And um man, that was that was fun for me. So I flew out there with some some of my friends from Nashville and then everybody else in that show is from New York. So you can I mean just to say you can produce a show from multiple cities. It's totally doable. When I found out I had booked 54 Below, I um, I already had a producer in mind that I wanted to bring on because I didn't... I, I probably could have produced the show <laughs> on my own. It would, it would have been a little bit of a struggle, but I knew I wanted to build up build up a team. So I, um, I wrote to this girl in New York, Julia Dunitz, and she's produced other shows at 54 Below. She's phenomenal at what she does. She's producing a Broadway play this summer. Like, that's crazy. So crazy. Like, I'm, that's, I'm just amazed. So um, I asked her if she wanted to produce my show, and she said yes. So then, like, from November on, we had, let's see, just we had three months to get our show for 54 together. So we had... I had to finish music. We had to find um, 16 singers, and that was a process. I mean, I wrote to I wrote to so many people, so many people. 
and eventually we we got it down to to the cast that we really wanted and that were passionate about the new musical um so yeah for d4 below i mean that's a great opportunity if you can do a show there and um if you can sell tickets we we sold a lot of tickets which was cool too like it it, it looked it looked full I mean, I don't know what to expect or, like, who would show up, but the singers had their friends come and their families, and, like, you know, we had just, like, random people show up, too, and I think, I just think everyone had a good time that night, so I definitely want to do more shows there, and um, it was definitely, like, a night to remember. Okay, so there's that. All right, question number four. Is from Defeer, and I think he lives somewhere on the East Coast. And he asks, how did you go about developing a musical? What would you suggest to others? So I feel like I kind of answered this question in my previous answer, just about um, how I developed mine. I started with the idea, then I, then I had time to write the songs. I wrote a little script, but now I'm rewriting it or hopefully probably bringing on someone to help me write the script. I've brought on producers. I hired other other professionals to sing the music. Um, all of that is the development stage. But what I would suggest to others is, number one, number one, number one thing is create a team and collaborate. Like, that's the biggest thing I can say because you're not going to be great at directing, composing, writing the book, producing, like you're not, no one person can do all that. And so find, find peers or like your friends or, you know, reach out to people that you aspire to be like and ask them if they want to work with you. Just reach out to people who have different strengths than you and work together because I think you're going to go so much farther as a team instead of as an individual. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're a composer, find someone who's good at lyrics or find someone who's good at telling people what to do or like good at marketing. And, um, that's, that's the biggest thing I can say as far as what I would suggest to others. Another way I could say you could get started with your show is record a single, like record your best song from the show or your opening song. And that's that's exactly what I did. I after the show we did in New York, beginning of last year at the New York Winterfest Festival. I had reached out to a studio here in Nashville about recording a song. And I, I just found the perfect producer who just had such a heart for for theater and he was so willing to help and he was really just a lifesaver. And I, I um, brought in my one of my best friends who has the voice of an angel. He's like, he's got the voice of Ben Platt. Just like, they're just twins. And he came into the studio and we tracked um, City Streets, which is the opening song from Falling Out. And we put that on Spotify. And I think the fans from Instagram were really like they just resonated with that song and everyone just loved it and people were sharing the song and we got thousands of, of streams. So that 
I think that song and that single helped helped my show out a lot. And just recording that recording that one song kind of gave us the traction which we needed. And I mean one song I think one song's doable. Um I did like I played the piano part on I played the string parts, I arranged everything and then I think I had my producer play bass and drums and then we had Jake sing. So it really didn't it it cost like no money and it it only took a few people. So yeah, record a song if you can. That's that's my advice. So yeah, those are those are the questions that I had from you guys. They're great questions. I just want to say that I get I get DMs from from Instagram fans. I get like at least one a week from someone who's writing a show or was loving watching my show grow. And I just want to say like hearing that you guys are inspired by what I'm doing just like makes my life. <laughs> it's like the best thing I could I could receive. So thank you and please like if you're listening to this, you can write to me at any time. Like I'll answer your questions, we can chat, you can yeah, I'd love to learn from you. We can learn from each other, we can be friends, all that jazz. Um I guess I'll talk a little bit about <laughs> about me. I and like my interests, what I do with my life. I love coffee cats and Ben Platt, not necessarily in that order. But I, I really wanna stress this next point and that's and this is that um growing up I was just like a super shy kid and I never really expressed or like talked. I didn't know like how to get my feelings out. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're feeling insecure about being shy, just know that there's hope for you and one day you'll be able to turn all those feelings and emotions and thoughts into something really cool and really, really incredible and captivating. So just never, never feel insecure about that because, you know, you'll, you'll outgrow that and one day you'll realize where to where to put all those feelings and for me it's for, for like writing songs is how I process things that's how I process life and like what I'm going through and like just everything in life I process through songwriting so find a way that you can process things in your life and and whatever whatever that is keep working on it because it's gonna be great um I I do want to say that the sheet music for a lot of the songs in my musical will be available soon online for purchase um, at contemporarymusicaltheater.com. I think that's the website. So it they should be available in like the next week or two, which is exciting because I've been getting a lot of people reaching out and asking how they can get the music. They want to sing it for auditions and performances, like all over the world, which is which is really cool. It's pretty crazy. And also, um, send out any more questions that you have for me or anything you want my special guest to answer. And they'll they will be announced soon. I think, oh man, we're gonna have fun with them. They're awesome. And if you have any guests that you think I should interview, let me know. 
And I just want to close with one inspiring thought. And that is something <laughs> that my mom used to tell me when I would just be super doubtful and just like super in my head and not pursuing my dreams. She would say, Jose, you're the only one standing in the way of your own success. So kids, just remember, you're the only one standing in the way of your own success. All right, we made it through this episode. I hope, I hope it was okay. And thank you for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. On these city streets I'm closer to my dreams On these city streets